Hello, everybody, and welcome to Walking Between Shadows. I'm Taryn Elliott, and along with me is my amazing husband. I'm Ben Elliott. And we're here to talk about true crime all the time. Hey, Ben. Hey, Taryn. How you doing? I'm good now that I'm with you. Me too. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about something a little more... It's a lot, not as dark. I mean, mm -hmm. it is. I mm -hmm. mean, there's some bad things to it, but it's a little more. Well, see, this is all on you because I, you haven't briefed me about this one. Oh, this really? Is new to me. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, this is a case that that took place in in Tennessee mm -hmm. uh, in 1966. The year was 1970. Margot Freshwater. A blonde, wide-eyed teenager from Columbus, Ohio, found herself in an unlikely place. The Tennessee State Prison for Women. The one-time babysitter had just been convicted of first-degree murder. But Margaret would not remain incarcerated for long. But it was ongoing up until the 2000s. Oh, Lord. So this has got like a an intermission. Yeah, so like a 40-year past. Right. Well, with an intermission of 32 years. Okay. But we'll get to that. Okay. So there, there's this this lady. Mm -hmm. And she was a little cutie, you know, 18 years old. Mm -hmm. Kind of had a rough childhood, a little wild child. Mm -hmm. And her name was Margot Freshwater. Little blonde girl. And, and she was captivating, from my understanding. Men really liked her. Kind of like you, you little blonde girl. Well, I don't know about all that, mm -hmm. but thank you. <laughs> so Margot was living in Columbus, Ohio at the time, and she had just given birth to her to a son at 18 years old and, and didn't have the, the means of taking care of him. Her boyfriend was a man by the name of Alfred Schreineth, I believe that was his mm -hmm. name. I, I might be saying that wrong. But he was in a Memphis jail for armed robbery. Okay. And she had decided to come to Memphis. She didn't have any money. She didn't have anywhere to live. Mm -hmm. But she came to Memphis trying to get him out of jail. And she had found this very eccentric attorney. A 41-year-old attorney, an alcoholic, mm -hmm. um, crazy-as-hell attorney by the name of Glenn Nash. Okay, it's done. Glenn Nash was an intelligent person, but somewhere along the line, his drinking and mental situation <laughs> apparently deteriorated, and uh, he just took a left-hand turn. And he, he tells Margot, she goes into his office in December of 1966. So mm -hmm. she goes in there and she says, you know, I, I need an attorney for my boyfriend, and she kind of bats her eyes and, and becomes a damsel in distress. Yeah, so I'm best betting Mr. Nash fell in love. He did. Ooh. Or whatever it was you called in his <laughs> insane brain. And he and Margot come up with this plan. Mm -hmm. he, he tells this 18-year-old girl, and he's an attorney, so he's standing there with some stature. You know, don't... She looked up to him. Mm -hmm. You know, he had... The ability to get her her boyfriend out of jail, mm -hmm. so she counted on him, 
And and he says, look, if we can't get him out the legal way, I'll take my guns in there and we'll take him out blasted. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he puts her in a boarding home down there in December of 1966. And he quickly begins to an affair with her. Mm-hmm. And he's married with mm-hmm. a with a baby. Mm-hmm. And he was living in West Memphis, Arkansas. And he so he was he he just up and left with Margot. And let me see, this date was December the sixth of nineteen sixty six. Mm-hmm. They they leave this boarding home that she'd been in for not very long mm-hmm. and, and go on the run. Glenn Nash believes when they go on the run that he is being followed by the Memphis Bar Association. <laughs> this is what he believes. Okay. They're trying to take away his his ability to be an attorney. So the Bar Association spying on him. They're, right. They had agents and everything. Following him. Their agents oh, are following him. Is what he believes. Yeah. They leave December the 6th, 1966, and they go to a liquor store. Mm-hmm. There they come across a man, a cashier by the name of Hillman Robbins. And Nash orders him to the back of the, the store where the, the safe is and orders Margot to watch over the register in case anyone comes in. Someone did come in, and Margot waited on this customer. Oh, so she played cashier. Right. She just, here's your alcohol, and here's your change. Thank you, sir, and have a nice evening. Okay. Well, Nash was in the back interrogating this cash reg- this cashier about him being an agent for the Memphis Bar Association. Mm-hmm. He had tied him to a chair with rope and ended up shooting him in the head five times. The cashier, Hillman Robbins, was tied up with rope and shot five times in the head. A 22 and 38 were both used in the murder. He left behind a wife and two children. Margot and and Glenn Nash are seen leaving there by some witnesses in the Ford Fairlane, White Ford Fairlane. Mm-hmm. Twelve days, twelve days later, they are spotted at a grocery store. Um, Esther Bouye was her name. Um, she was a cashier at a general store in Florida. So they had left. This this liquor store was in Memphis. Mm-hmm. They had left Memphis after they had killed this man, this other cashier, and they went to Florida. And down there, they they killed a lady by the name of Esther Bouye, and, and that was in Oakland Park, Florida. Mm-hmm. They turned around in Oakland Park, Florida, and left the vehicle in in Florida got a cab from a man by the name of C.C. Surratt. After getting this cab from him, they ended up immediately killing him mm-hmm. as well. Got back, and that they they killed him in Millington, Tennessee. So they had gotten back. So they back. brought him all the way back with them, or he right. drove them back. Right. So where they had left the car, authorities were alerted to that, that car, and it was registered to to Glenn Nash. So mm-hmm. they had an all points bulleted out for him. They had found rope that was used in the in the uh, 
what was his name? The liquor store murder. Hillman Robbins mm -hmm. murder store mm -hmm. murder, and they linked that back to Glenn Nash and to. So soon after that, he they were both found, um, and apprehended. In the Memphis area. In the Memphis area, um, immediately this. Glenn Nash was declared insane, ruled incompetent to stand trial, and incarcerated at a mental hospital. But Margot was found guilty. She, she claimed that she did not, and I'm sure she did not know that he was going to go on this rampage before. But she what was also, she found guilty of? She was found guilty of murder, first degree murder. Oh, okay. In the Hillman... Uh, Robin's case. That was the liquor store, the first case. Mm -hmm. So she was found guilty in that. She had pled not guilty, but she was found guilty and sentenced to 99 years in the Tennessee Department of Corrections. Mm. Um, but in October, so this she was sentenced in February of 1969. Mm -hmm. She was only there a year and a half before she escaped prison. Mm -hmm. They were out in the yard. It was her and other fellow inmates. Mm -hmm. And one of the inmates in her cell climbed the fence. The guard saw this happening, mm -hmm. but could not leave the other inmates to chase them. Right. So it was a pick which one, you know, yeah. the rock in a hard place. Yeah. And so he had to wait to alert the other officers to, you know, mm -hmm. to start the search for them. Mm -hmm. The inmate that has had escaped with Margot Freshwater, um, was soon apprehended, mm -hmm. but Margot was, it was like she vanished. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, I mean, this, this was, we're looking back in 1970. So she escaped in October 24th of 1970 mm -hmm. and stayed on the run for 32 years. She ends up marrying a man by the and and she married in November of two thousand. A man by the name of Daryl McCarter. Mm -hmm. And this was only eighteen months before she was captured. But she also during this time had four children mm -hmm. and seven grandchildren. Mm -hmm. And I believe she might have been married more than once during this time because she had se several aliases: mm -hmm. Sue Ann Morrison, uh, Margot. Um, I don't even know how to say that last name. Shreddeth or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then Tanya Hud Hudkins McCorder. So she was in March of 2001, a producer from TV's Unsolved Mysteries called Tennessee Authorities and, and got in touch with a man by the name of Greg Elliott. Uh, so March of 2001, mm -hmm. a producer from... TV's Unsolved Mysteries called Tennessee's Authorities, seeking information for a program about freshwater. Mm -hmm. Agent Greg Elliott of the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation uh, pulled the pulled the file. Mm -hmm. In May of uh, May of two thousand and two, Margot was captured after thirty two years in Columbus, Ohio, mm -hmm. having kids and grandkids, and Four basically kids. lived this life. You know? yeah. and they knew nothing of this. Her kids, her grandkids knew nothing about this at all. Granny had a dirty secret in her draw. Right. Mm -hmm. But, so she was apprehended and put back into, into Tennessee jail, 
prison. Mm-hmm. And she was said, how did this go? So she was apprehended in 2002 and sentenced back into Tennessee prison. Mm-hmm. And she was released in 2011. Time yeah. served. It's yeah. a special plea for mm-hmm. time served. And she is now out and a free woman. Wow. And I believe she is still with her her husband. That she married in the early 2000s, just right. before she was caught. Right. So they spent a year, maybe two together, and he she went out. to prison for 10 years. He finds out that she went on this murderous spree uh-huh. with an attorney after, after I mean, and knew nothing. Well, that's where I was going. He stuck around. Yeah. Update. Margot Freshwater has been caught. Police found her in Columbus, Ohio, living under the alias Tanya McCarter, a married mother of three. She was taken into custody outside an athletic club by agents for the Ohio Bureau of Investigation. At the time, Freshwater was with her husband, youngest son and grandchild, none of whom were aware of her criminal past. She said nothing and was surprisingly emotionless. She then wanted to say goodbye to her son and husband, and we allowed her to do that. Um, she first gave her son a hug and was clearly whispering in his ear, and he started sobbing quite noticeably. Freshwater was reincarcerated at the same Tennessee prison she escaped from 32 years earlier. I find out you've been on a murder spree, I ain't sticking around. Why? I don't want you killing me. <laughs> I would do that to you, baby. <laughs> Never. So that is the story of Margot Freshwater. She was a runner. Wow. So she she went on this murder spree basically as a kid with a schizophrenic attorney. Yeah. And then got caught, mm-hmm. went to prison, mm-hmm. escaped, mm-hmm. lived a normal life, had kids and grandkids. Yeah, and after a, after a first-degree murder charge and 99-year sentence, she escaped prison for 32 years and only had to do 10 years in prison. Wow. I mean, 11 did, total. Why do you think they gave her that kind of leniency? Because I think she caused no problems. At, when, when she was on the run, she was an upstanding citizen. Well, you got a point. I mean, she stayed quiet, she used aliases, and she, I don't know if she disguised, it looked to me like she really didn't disguise her appearance. No, much. probably didn't even get a speeding ticket. No, probably not. I mean, wow. but well, she, she made it 32 years, yeah. and then media is what got her caught. Yeah, well, and I, I think even after the fact, they realized that guy was a nutcase that she was with. Yeah. And This has been Walking Between Shadows. Again, I'm your host, Ben Elliott, and my wife, Taryn Elliott. Look for our next episodes coming soon, and don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button.